Pro Talk with ProTech, digging deep to learn the stories, lessons, and accomplishments of experts in the real estate industry. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Pro Talk with ProTech. I'm your host, Haley, and today our guest is Jordan Kronopoulos with Arla Real Estate. How are you doing, Jordan? Hey, doing well. Just happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. Uh, so just kind of starting off on a positive note, tell me something good that happened to you recently. Uh, I mean, personally, just got back from Europe. I uh, was with family, so that was a great time. I have family in Europe, got to catch up with them. And then uh, business-wise, uh, really geared towards end of last year, got Rookie of the Year um, and recently got... Um, got the honor to be on DC's Rising Star for the April edition, I was told, so That's amazing, look at you go. So yeah, I I was actually at the award ceremony where you got Rookie of the Year, so you're you're definitely very inspiring. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. So what what made you get into real estate? Um, So kind of crazy, and I know we spoke about it at the event, but um, I knew someone actually from Poolsville where I originally started. It was more of a personal than business uh, relationship, but I was always a kid, especially in high school, college of I love to learn, but I never applied myself in school, nor did I like to sit in a desk. So, um, you know, there's a family, friends in Poolsville. I had a beautiful house. I was always there, and I'm like, what do you guys do for work? Because it seemed like there was always home and always on the phone. I was like, what are you guys doing? And they're like, oh, I'm in real estate. You know, the dad was a loan officer, mom was a real estate agent, and that's what really poked my curiosity of kind of thinking outside the box of, you know, for me traditionally, thinking school was the only way to succeed. Mm-hmm. You know, and this new thing of real estate, which I just thought was houses, it, you know, really sparked my interest. So I got licensed uh, during Montgomery College. I got licensed during winter break. And then first couple of years, I think with anybody is a big struggle. And then from there, thankfully, it's just been consistent and, you know, everything kind of took off. So mm-hmm. has it been everything you thought it would be? Uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, still learning every single day. Um, constantly, this business, this industry is always changing. It's mm-hmm. so innovative, but I think it just keeps you on your toes. And, you know, from growing up, I always played soccer. So just being competitive uh, you have a lot of people, a lot of agents coming in the industry, in and out. So constantly got to just keep, you know, sharpen the tools and keep mm-hmm. learning and just keep adapting. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, how many years did you say you've been doing it? Um, so I got licensed twenty eighteen, and then full time since about twenty and end of twenty nineteen, early twenty twenty. So mm-hmm. about a little over, you know, two years now, full time. Like I said, when I got licensed, I was still full time uh, at Montgomery College. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Um, How has like, I know that for a lot of like newer agents and things like that, like obviously you couldn't predict a pandemic and things like that happening. So how have you been able to kind of navigate that? And do you feel like it set you back at all? Uh, If anything, it's, it's, I think it's one of those to where, you know, it's like the COVID weight. It's it's either you either become very disciplined Mm -hmm. or, you know, that hits you and you gain a lot of weight kind of thing. And so that's, I think the same way I apply to, to real estate is prospect, 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 because you don't, you can't predict the future. You don't know what's going to happen now or later. And I, I think it just made me a lot more disciplined to r- really prospect, pick up that phone, reach mm-hmm. out to Sphere, things like that, and just always constantly stay top of mind because obviously COVID, the world stopped, everything stopped moving everywhere you went. Mm-hmm. And obviously real estate too, because especially it's a very sensitive topic when you have a pandemic going on, you don't want people going in and out of the house. So mm-hmm. It was definitely weird, but you know, just same way with anything, you gotta adapt and 
since especially for DC metro area since COVID, the market has has been booming since. So uh, even with the lack of inventory, so mm-hmm. absolutely, that's amazing. Um, and where does most of your business come from? What kind of sets you apart as a real estate agent? Uh, honestly, recently it's been a lot more sphere now. I'm only so I'm 24 years old, so not many people when you're you know between 20 to 22 years old when I first started. Uh, are willing and able to buy a home. Mm-hmm. So originally it was, you know, parents, parents, friends, things like that, neighbors, things like that. And uh, definitely I did online leads at that point in time just to, you know, try to get into a niche. Now it's a lot more sphere kids I grew up with, people a little bit older than me. And honestly, Instagram has been super impactful. I get a crazy amount of business through Instagram, which is kind of crazy, uh, I say crazy a lot, but uh, it's insane to me just because of how impactful and how much reach you have just through you know your phone so mm-hmm. yeah absolutely it's the power of social media and surprisingly like um we've noticed a lot of real estate agents like some of them are on social media and some of them aren't i think it's really just like the way that you use your platform and i think it probably helps you coming from a younger demographic you're able to kind of market a little bit better definitely helps i mean i tell anybody like if you don't have an instagram or facebook yeah, I, I primarily use Instagram. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be a secret agent. It's like with anything, when you market a house, what do you want? Exposure. Mm-hmm. You're not going to meet, shake as many hands if people don't even know you're an agent. So that's super helpful for me. I like to post a lot of stories and stuff, especially on it. Just helps me stay top of mind. And honestly, it's just something I really enjoy. I get really good feedback from it. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's definitely changed from, I'm sure, you know, before, uh, before MLS or before Instagram, all that stuff of probably actually door knocking and things like that, which we're just in a different time where mm-hmm. uh, I probably wouldn't have succeeded back then. It's it's completely different frame of mind. So. Yeah, absolutely. Love that. Um, so I kind of want to talk about, you said that you're 24 and things like that. Um, I kind of want to, I feel like it's very rare that you have an agent as successful as you in kind of your age range. Um, what do you feel like you, you did from the start to make you so successful today? I think just being consistent. Mm-hmm. Uh, consistency over everything and most importantly education I think Mm -hmm. put those two and two together because uh, it's such a high turnover industry between DC Montgomery County you have a little over 11,000 realtors which is insane part-time full-time whichever so it's always and always will be very competitive especially now the way the market is Mm -hmm. Um, but I think it's just consistency staying top of mind and just being very involved as well not only the selling aspect but like with gcar which is the voice for dc Montgomery county going to events uh not only with just and retail buyer sellers but with other agents and constantly learning from them and that's still something i love to do now is meeting with agents whether it's in this market or different areas long island california texas i'm constantly learning from other top producers in the industry and they all do something differently it's not a one and that's why i love about this industry it's not a one size fits all everybody has their own niche and it's i think that's the beauty of it you can be successful and and be your own way Mm -hmm. um so yeah i think education is super important and just realizing i think the statistics is like 90 percent of agents quit in the first two three years i knew that before going in it so Mm -hmm. i knew is you know you got to go through the trenches realistically and the market and everything is constantly changing which is why education and really adapting and innovating to you know keep up with what's going on is, is super important so mm-hmm. absolutely do you feel like um, coming into this industry so young that you know this is 
we're in a, a good area where we're pretty lucky where we have a good blend of age range for realtors but yeah. do you feel like there was like maybe like a little bit of a stigma or anything with definitely older- definitely a challenge i mean that's especially i have obviously they can't see my face through podcasts but uh, <laughs> i have a baby face and when i was 20 i looked even younger uh, i don't have any facial hair so definitely it wasn't like oh, i can go facial hair put on a suit and maybe the age won't be a question like no that age always came up how old are you how long have you been in the industry and uh, when I first started in the industry, um, uh, I went into a team, and that's what I really used to leverage. Like, hey, I don't know this, but my team lead does, mm-hmm. and I leverage the team versus myself. And that's where the education comes in to learn that foundation of, you know, yeah, you have you can have all the clients in the world, but if you don't know how to manage it, and honestly, get it from A to Z, from you know, from uh, contract to close, things like that, care the relationship and do things correctly. Mm-hmm. Uh, having a you know thousand clients doesn't mean anything without learning the foundation and tools that succeed mm-hmm. so yeah that's that's been uh, super helpful for me mm-hmm. and building that credibility it sounds building like the credibility it. yeah honestly it's awesome and that's why I like being involved in like the like for gcar now being on the board of directors rookie of the year it just puts my name out there so mm-hmm. and those relationships really do matter especially in this market where you know it's probably one house for every 10 12 buyers mm-hmm. so having that relationship with the other realtor really does give you that level up in comparison to you know susie who has a part-time her part-time license mm-hmm. and that's where the relationship and who you work with uh, as your realtor truly does matter not only selling but just the networking business overall mm-hmm, so. absolutely and what do you do to kind of get involved in the community i know you were saying like g car and things like that on the realtor side of things but yeah what do you do for the community uh community wise like in general like just outside of real, real estate wise yes. and things like that like charity work i guess yeah so charity work i'll be honest like i didn't do really much during covid i would do a lot of stuff with uh kind kins and needs uh distributors with uh jeremy lichtenstein uh he's actually an agent too we would literally we would go to school or we would go to Costco, load up our cars with uh, like food, beverages, things like that, and we would drop them off at like underprivileged schools or you know I, I forget what it is, but you know obviously students in need, things like that, where they weren't able to give it a meal. Mm-hmm. Did I see that benefit me? Uh, you know, towards my career, not at all, but it's just more so giving back. And I think that's one thing of why I got in the industry is to give back, whether it's with clients or anybody. I think that's at the end of the day, money comes and goes, but like when you do a good deed, it's like good karma and you actually feel like fulfilled mm-hmm. in my mind, like you sleep better at night. So it always makes me feel better. And I tell everybody like it's the relationship over the deal or anything always, because it's a very, you know, you could burn a bridge and it comes to bite you. So um, I think, that's that's always been my approach with everything like just to continuously give back and okay great the more i succeed the more whoever succeeds like the more i can scale it and give back even more like that's my goal i love that i can tell you're a very kind-hearted person with everything that you do um and what are you passionate about outside of real estate i'm sure real estate takes up some of your time yeah Uh, (laughs) um honestly i love the gym um i'm actually going to be going to houston uh early march literally to go to a gym which just sounds crazy but yeah me and a couple buddies same passion love gym fitness uh health health is wealth always um and then i love soccer i played it from a very early age. Uh, I'm half Greek, so I have a lot of family in Europe, Germany, France, uh, London, everywhere, like everywhere there. So I'm uh, very passionate about it. And I, I think I'll, especially World Cup uh, coming up, um, that's, I'm always watching, especially on weekends when I can. So mm-hmm. Absolutely. And you just came back from a trip, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. I just got back from my, uh, France and Budapest. Uh, uh, France and Hungary, yes. Yeah, so. Amazing, amazing. 
Um, and tell me about your craziest experience while working as a real estate agent. I'm sure you see a lot of crazy stuff. Oof, uh, crazy stuff. I mean, oh my goodness. I've had some, uh, oh my gosh, crazy stuff that comes to mind. I once went on a showing with a buyer and a seller was hiding in the closet. So I, I definitely say I had crazier stuff, but I think that's uh, definitely explicit for what I've seen. <laughs> but uh, that's one thing that comes to mind. Yeah, I was showing a house with a pair of clients. This is like when I was very new in the industry. So mm -hmm. mind you, I was like always already like struggling to open the lockbox because I was nervous, let alone open the door, which is like the hardest part of my job, honestly. <laughs> Some doors are so ding annoying. Um, but yeah, there's a seller. We heard like this, and we thought it was a vacant house too. There wasn't much furniture and. Yeah, we hear start hearing a little noises. It was they were in the coat closet because my clients opened that coat closet and the seller was there. They had just I guess gotten out of the shower, so yeah, it was, it was whack. And you know, needless to say, we did not buy that house, but it was <laughs> it was definitely an experience. So uh, and uh, I, I, I follow uh, the broke agent on Instagram, and that's honestly where I hear other crazy stories. So yeah. it doesn't even come up to like what other agents have seen or dealt with, and I'm sure I will. So yeah, your clients are looking at you like. Did you know that they were here? Was this a planned thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I think, yeah, apart from being in, like being a realtor, you also wear uh, many hats. You're also like mm -hmm. a therapist. So you see so many things. You're always in the middle of other conversations. Like I've had clients like literally get in a divorce in the middle of a house search, things like that. And I, I'm like the TED Talk. Oh, one wants goodness. black walls, the other one wants white. <laughs> and then they ask me to be like the mediator. So constantly just paying like on a very thin line yeah but uh it's it's fun it's it's definitely uh maybe kind of my shell a little more when i was used to be a little more introvert so real estate definitely you got to be the complete polar opposite so. yeah that's hilarious i didn't even think about all the different hats that you have to wear like therapist sometimes maybe a babysitter oh, so like. I, I would say like we're firefighters putting fires out and like yeah. not literally i mean hopefully not literally but uh <laughs> so it's and that's Every day is different, but I think that's kind of the fun part of the industry. It's not like your typical nine to five desk job. It's it's you are you create your own schedule. You create really your own destiny, kind of thing. So mm -hmm. the amount you put in is the amount of effort. The amount of effort you put in is the result you get out. And yeah, every day is changing, so things are always moving. And I think that's the the awesome part about it. Yeah, no one client's the same. No one house is the same. Like yeah, every transaction is very different. Everybody, some buyers buy emotionally. You have it really just depends. Everybody has a personality type, which is great, but mm -hmm. got to being in the industry, you have to be a chameleon. You know, you're not gonna go up to a friend that's 20 the way you handshake them versus someone in their 60s that's a boomer. Like, it's completely different the way you have a conversation, the way, you know, the, common interest, things like that. But honestly, it helps, it, it forces you to mature as well. So yeah, I absolutely. Cool. I love that. Um, and what do you love most about what you do? Um, I'm my own boss. Uh, as great as it sounds, you still work for your client under their schedule. So mm -hmm. I always tell people we work when people don't. So whether it's, you know, after nine to five, so you work evenings, weekends. But I think the great part about it is I create my own schedule, which is most important. And being me, I was very stubborn. You know, my first job at D was DSW. I hated being told what to do. <laughs> and, you know, my mom will tell you I'm the most probably stubborn person ever so if I want to go somewhere like for Europe I can go to Europe obviously you got to work hard my biggest thing work hard play hard uh, so uh, but yeah I can do whatever I think it's the the pro and con of it because it sounds great but like I said you still work under your client's schedule um, which can be you know 10 12 hour days on a weekend but it, it all pans out and depending on if you have the clients or not it's really enjoyable you get to go see houses and honestly like I said just, just 
have fun, talk mm-hmm. random stuff, and that's enjoyable to me. It seems like I going out to hang out with friends, and at the same time, I'm doing work too. So, mm-hmm. absolutely. Do you feel like um, because you are your own boss, do you feel like you have a hard time like? Uh, with time management because I think a lot of people don't think about that like a nine-to-five schedule is easy to follow but if you're making your own schedule like you might give yourself a little bit more time than maybe you would do you feel like you have a hard time with that at all yeah I think it kind of scales back to like you know when COVID hit it's like being very disciplined because Mm -hmm. you're your own boss but you can make your own schedule the way you want it but you have to keep yourself accountable. It's like mm-hmm. going to the gym. If you have a gym partner, if you don't, it's like, okay, are you still going to go and keep yourself accountable? Like, I think the biggest thing for me before real estate was the gym is my anchor. Like, mm-hmm. I always try to go between, before I would get up between 4.30, 5.30. Like, I was at the gym this morning at 5.30 a.m. And that's really what I, I think anchors me because once I knock that out, that's the hardest part of my day everything just snowballs into, you know, once you do something productive, you just want to keep that rolling, like mm-hmm. that dopamine when you drink coffee and things like that too. Uh, I think that's what's helped me. Obviously, we're human. You fall off on track and things like that. You go out on a Friday. You still need to be up on a Saturday to take clients out at 9 a.m. or if you have an open house. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, it, it forces you to realize what's priority and what's not. And we're human, you know, like I said, you fall off on track, but just making sure you can jump right back on it. So, Mm -hmm. but discipline is, I think, discipline um, before motivation, before anything too. Mm -hmm. So Absolutely. I would like to say that you encouraged me to go to the gym at 5 a.m., but I don't know if I have that in It's tough. I mean, like, literally, like, I was up until, like, 12, literally, I went to bed, like, 12.30 a.m., and, yeah, I got up at 5.30 because I had a gym partner this morning, so I had to meet them, and I'm not going to let them call me out for it. Yeah, it's the accountability. Accountability, I think, is everything. So um, it's hard when you – it's hard to keep yourself accountable too because Mm -hmm. then it's like your alarm, oh, let me just put on snooze, and then that snow balls into snoozing it further 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 mm-hmm. it's the same way into your workflow or honestly everything anything um and i think really both physical um f- physical and mental health is, is super important so health is wealth to me so uh just gotta keep not only learning keep the brain uh, i guess moving but honestly i think stay healthy too is super important mm-hmm. love that um and what words of advice would you give to our listeners about real estate um that if you get into the, into the real estate industry, it's, uh, you know, I would just say, think of it as you don't know how to swim and you're thrown in the water and you have no floaties. Just be prepared. It's a really sink or swim industry and it's not to discourage. It's really to, if anything, just uh, put, put a fire under your butt and just realize like, hey, this industry is not for everybody. But if you put the time, work and consistency in, it's like with everything, you will see success. But it's, at least for me, it didn't come overnight. It took really a couple years just mm-hmm. to start, like, kind of see the fruits of my labor. Mm-hmm. And that's, for me at least, prospect, prospect, prospect is the name of the game. Like, get in, and like I said, it's picking up the phone, being consistent, most importantly, and just realize, like, hey, this is not going to be an overnight success unless, you know, someone's just completely different from me. Mm-hmm. But uh, just keep your head up and, and just keep moving. Mm-hmm. So. Absolutely. What would you? Uh, what advice would you give to somebody maybe looking to buy or sell in this industry right now? Buy or sell, like a retail buyer seller, things like that. Sure. Yep. Uh, I'd say first step, obviously, speak. You know, speak with a realtor. Uh, whether it doesn't matter what market you're in, it's super, super competitive. And um, I see a lot of cases, especially being on the board of directors. Like I see a lot of like uh, kind of 
these things agents are doing. So first and foremost, find an agent that you know has your best interest, knows what they're doing, and knows how to navigate this market. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's a buyer, seller, obviously seller has the leverage, but there's still a lot of work and preparation that needs to be done especially for the seller to transition to buying and for buying just to get all those ducks in a row to succeed and not have to give everything away, which is what most people think, which Mm -hmm. is not the case. Um, So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And what would you say are some of um, the kind of trends you're seeing in the market right now? What are you predicting for later this year? Um, So rates have already started to scale up. I I bought this time last year. I got a 2.5 interest rate for a 30-year. Now it's somewhere around 3.5 to 3.6 for a 30-year. So even with rates going up about an almost a full point, which is probably about you know two fifty a month just in uh, interest alone, uh, monthly payment difference alone, um, market's still moving very quickly. Homes are still appreciating at a crazy amount. I don't see it appreciating as uh, high as it was last year. I think it'll be more about maybe eight to ten percent this year. But I think rates will rise up a little bit. Maybe see fours, which is still low when you look at it historically. Um, and hopefully inventory will start to rise up to kind of balance the market. You figure we're still less than two months inventory in the market, which means uh, there's not enough inventory which to, to fill all this demand. So I am hoping, especially as with a lot of agents, have a lot of buyers, but there's not enough houses for those buyers. So mm-hmm. um, I'm still predicting uh, market will be moving. I think it's still a great time to buy when you're in the position to. Seller still a great time to sell. But I, you know, I'm anticipating the market may level out a little more later into the year. Still remain a seller's market, but maybe not as crazy as it was like early 2021. Mm-hmm. So absolutely. Um, and how would our listeners get in contact with you if they wanted to reach out? Uh, through Instagram, uh, probably my easiest way to reach out to me uh, or myself. But you could find that on my Instagram. It's at Jordan Chrono. So keeps it pretty easy. Yeah, easy. Yeah. You can find them anywhere. Yep, yep. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Jordan, for being on our show today. I hope that everyone has a great day. And remember, if you're looking for a reliable inspection company, visit our website at protech-inspections.com and be sure to follow us on social media to learn more about our services. Thank you so much. Thank you. And thank you for listening. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Take care.